Hello there. Thank you so much for joining me today. Of course, we're going to be talking about Jesus. Of course, Jesus has a word for us. He's telling us things to come. He's preparing us for his return. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus, I thank you and praise you for teaching us. You said that you dearly and tenderly love those who you correct. And we know that you're correcting us. You're counseling us. You're showing us who we are, where we're at, so that on that day that you come, we're ready. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Jesus was talking to me about us, those of us who call ourselves Christians, and we're so sure that we're ready for his return. And then he was talking to me again, as usual, giving me a little more revelation knowledge of Matthew 7, 21 through 23. And I've always kind of known this, but he just made it so big today and so real. And he wants us to understand who he's talking to. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. So we know that people are going to be calling him Lord. And he's saying, not everyone who calls him Lord, but he who does the will of my Father. Not everyone will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone who calls him Lord, but he who does the will of the Father. He who does the will of the Father. And so he's talking to Christians, right? Who calls him Lord? The rich man. He said to Jesus, what do I have to do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, you know the commands? And he said, yeah, and I do all the commands. And and then Jesus said, well, he said, all you have to do now, the next step is to sell your stuff, give it to the poor, and give the money to the poor and follow me. That's where we miss it. That's where we miss it. We don't want to follow him. And that's what he's talking to me about today. We're calling him Lord, Lord. But we're not willing to do the step that we have left. We're we're doing everything he's telling us to do except for that last step, and that is to follow him the rest of the way, to do his work. If you believe in him, you'll do the greater work. I feel like I've said this message over and over again, and so I really believe that we are stuck here because Jesus keeps talking to me about it, and in my life as well. I keep wanting to get out of that part. I don't want to constantly be telling people that Jesus is coming. It's uncomfortable because they don't want to hear it. But that's what I have to do. To to love him with all my heart, all my soul, and all in my, my mind, I have to care about what he cares about. And his command to us is to do all of his commands, not just some of them. The rich man said, what do I have to do to have eternal life? And Jesus gave him that last step. But he walked away. And so does that mean he didn't have eternal life? Right? Many will say to me on that day, but have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and did many, many works in your name? And what is that last step that we're not doing? Giving it all up for Jesus. Laying it all down. What if you have to give all your stuff away and just follow him? And, you know, sometimes that I don't think Jesus is talking about literally as much as he's talking about we just focus on me. We stop worrying about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear. What are you, are you going to, will you stop spending all your time focusing on that and spend your time looking to me? And, you know, we know that he's long-suffering. 
He's waiting for us to be ready. And so he's suffering, he's in pain, and we're out shopping. And we're doing the work of the make-believe Santa Claus, who's not even real. That season is coming up. And when Christmas, Jesus said to me that Santa's not coming, but I am, but we're spending all this time getting ready for Santa, but we're not getting ready for Jesus, who is real, but Santa's really not coming. Everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, wise man who built his house upon a rock. And so when we're listening to Jesus and we're, and we're paying attention to what he's saying, we're going to be building our house on the rock. If we don't, he said our house is going to be built on the sand. And then when that storm comes, when he comes, we're not going to fall. It's not going to be like quicksand for us. We're not going to fall. You know, we're we're still thinking we got it together. We're Christians. We go to church. We do all the law like the rich man, but we don't care. That was the bottom line. But we don't care about those who don't know. And they're, they are out there, people that don't know Jesus. Who's Jesus? No, I didn't know he was coming. No, I didn't know the earth was going to burn. Here we are, you know, these fancy Christians sitting in our fancy church, or having Bible studies in our fancy homes. And there's people out there that have no idea that Jesus is coming. I wonder if our judgment is going to be harder than theirs. Because we are like the Pharisees. What were they doing? They knew the law, but they weren't doing it. Jesus said that. He, in fact, he said, your father is the devil. They didn't care about the people. They cared about themselves. Do we care about the people that don't know Jesus enough to leave our comfort, our, our comfortable homes and our, our comfortable Bible studies and even our church and go out on the street and find them and tell them the truth so that they can be saved too? I believe we might be giving up. What is Jesus saying here? Are we giving up our salvation because we don't care? Like the rich man, he didn't care. He didn't want to sell his stuff. He didn't want to follow Jesus. He didn't want to put everything aside to do the work. He was grieved and he walked away. We're living the same way. We know we're to do the greater work. Who has left houses, mothers, sisters, and brothers for the sake of the gospel? Who of us, and I'm talking to myself too, there's a lot to put aside. Who has left that for the sake of the gospel? And then when we do that, we will inherit eternal life. Jesus said, truly, I tell you, there's no one who has given up and left houses, brothers, sisters, or mothers, fathers. And he was referring to the rich man here when he said that. He left and he didn't hear this. And lands for the sake of the gospel who will not receive a hundred times as much in this lifetime. Houses, brothers, sisters, and mothers, and children, and lands with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. If we're not willing to put it all aside, are we going to have eternal life? Is Jesus going to say, you ignored what I said to do? Not everyone who calls me Lord. He's not talking to those who don't know him. He's talking to us who supposedly know him. He's talking to us. He's asking us to do his work, to sell all our stuff, to sell out 
Give up your life and follow him. That's what carrying your cross is. That's what being a true disciple is. And that's that word, a word I have for us today is that he's not talking to, he's not talking to the unsaved here. Who calls him Lord? Do you call him your Lord? And if you're calling him Lord, you might not be one that will inherit eternal life unless you care about what he cares about, unless you care about the unsaved people. I hear so many people say, well, you know, I tried and I gave up and I know at least I'm going. I mean, that's their choice and they keep Jesus private. But Jesus is asking us to sound the alarm. Jesus is asking us to be that noise for him, to let people know he's real, he's coming, he's our Savior. He's not asking you to keep it to yourself. He's not asking you to keep it to your own little Bible study. So many people tell me I have my own religion. That has nothing to do with anything. What has to do with everything is that we all are in agreement with Jesus, and he's coming, and we are to prepare the way for him. That's our call. And if we don't, when we call him Lord that day, he's going to say, I didn't know you. You only cared about yourself. You didn't do my father's commands. He said, when we leave things behind, we will have eternal life. Can you get that today? And he said, when we seek his way of doing and being right, what we need will be added to us. But instead, we're running around trying to take care of ourselves. And what faith is there in that? And didn't he say it's impossible to please him without faith? And so if we're taking care of ourselves and we're running around trying to figure out what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, what we're going to wear, who's going to get what from Santa, and worrying about the Easter bunny, then how's he going to take care of us? And how are we going to have time to do his work to make sure those who don't know the earth is going to burn those who don't know Jesus, those who think they have their own religion because they're going to a church and hearing a false prophet tell, tell them the wrong thing. Jesus is coming, and we as Christians need to be the most afraid of him. Make sure you get on your knees and you find out from him what you need to do to be right with him. Make sure you're willing to sell your stuff and follow him, or you will not inherit eternal life. He's not talking to the unbelievers. He's talking to the believers. He's talking to us to do his work, to care about what he cares about. I think this is a time of repenting. Let's do that. Jesus, we repent of being greedy and selfish and caring only about ourselves. We thank you that you correct those that you love. And I want to be corrected, Lord. I want to be corrected. I want to do your work. You said you're knocking at the door of our heart. And if we're willing to heed your voice, you will come in and you will dine with us. You'll teach us your way. And we just want to do that. We repent of just thinking you're a prayer and an easy way out of here. Thank you for showing us the part that you have for us to do your will to save those from the fire that will come on the earth. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. 
That's a scary thing to think that you're right with Jesus, and then on that day when he comes, you're just going to know that you blew it. You're going to know. You know those still, small things that he puts in your heart that you just ignore because you think you can't do it or he's not going to expect that of you. He's going to say on that day you ignored me. I have a few of those things in my life that he just brought up the last couple days that I ignored him. Something he told me to do and I just put it off because I didn't think I could do it or it was too hard. Take him seriously. You don't want him to ignore you. Make sure your life isn't about you and what you're going to eat, drink, and wear. But make sure your life is about that person that might not know Jesus. That person you walk by, even on the way into the grocery store, that you know you should say something to that person. Yeah, you'll get rejected. Lots. But what about the person that says, I didn't know that. Thank you. I had no idea. What do I need to do? That's amazing when that happens. And we'll be richly rewarded. Move your house on the rock. Not the sand. Sand is just, sand is temporary. It's not going to hold up. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.